Hey guys, this is the Real Love Podcast, and we are so glad you're here. I'm back with you. My name is Zach, and I'm here with Dr. Chris Stevens. You want to say hey to him? Hello, guys. Great to be with you again. This is this is going. I'm I'm so excited because we talked about personal growth plans last time, and we're about to take that to as Pastor says a whole nother level. But first of all, I just want to congratulate you on ending the year wanting to grow. And so again, you could be doing something else. You could be distracting yourself, wasting time, but you're not. You're taking time to grow. And so if you didn't listen to the personal growth plan podcast, the the last one, again, it's 24 minutes. It is worth your time. It's the greatest tool. Uh, Pastor's been developing me for 32 years now, and this has been the most sustainable, the most replicatable for me and for other people. And so I just would encourage you to go back and listen to that. But we are about to take it to another level in having a word for the year. So, Pastor, would you just kind of set up, what's what's a word for the year? Great. It's good to be with you guys again. I echo everything that Pastor Zach said. Uh, thrilled. If, again, if you missed last week, uh, there's, there's not much more important than in catching that. And then I'll have a book out next year that will absolutely line it all out for you. Uh, after I developed a word for the year, probably in 90, I don't know, it was several years after that, that uh, I, I don't even know where I got it, to be honest with you, so began to develop a word for the year. So uh, we all want next year, everybody finishes the year and starts the new year thinking it's going to be the greatest, the best year. Well, it can be, but only if you, only if you make preparations and right. plan and work a plan. Right. So why is it going to be a great year? How's it going to be a great year? And I truly believe every year is going to be greater than the last. Right. It's just I'm I'm just I'm a positive guy. I'm a faith guy. I, I hope is incredible, and so uh, I I will spend time. Uh, and you know we didn't talk about it at our family Thanksgiving. It's the first time in a long time. The word for the year, but I've encouraged my family, and I have developed a word by asking God this question. God, if there's one thing I could do next year, one area that I could grow in that would make the greatest impact in my life, what would that be? And uh, wow, is I, wow is all I can it's say. So, again, very rarely do you have something that's so simple, but it is such. I'm just over here. I'm, I'm getting a little overwhelmed thinking about. Um, I wish there was something that was this simple. Uh, that would give me the physical um, ramifications that this has given me spiritually. And so uh, I, let's let's do this. before I have some questions about it. But before we get into that, tell, tell me a story. Tell me uh, about a word that you had. I, I have a couple of, that I could tell you, but what's a word that you had? And because you had it, I mean, you've been you've been following the Lord for 37 years, almost 40, 40 years. Yeah. And so <laughs> I would say there's people who've been following him for, a quarter of that who've said they've written, like they're not sure where to go from there. But yeah. again, you, I know you say that the next year is going to be the best, and people may say that's just fluff, but I, I watch you live every day. You mean it. You live it. Like, that's so true. So tell me about what's a word for the year. You have your doctor degree. You've, you've read the Bible through at least 35 times, more uh, than that probably. Well over 100. So how how is having a word for the year, how does that create something new in you? Tell, tell me about a time. Well, <clears throat> let me use someone else because uh, you my, my family all picks out a word. And as I pray over my wife and my kids, 
their spouses and now the grandkids, I pray their word every day. <clears throat> so out of four years, uh, your older brother, Micah, got married. Uh, Micah and Joy, <clears throat> and they made a decision together they were not going to have kids. Now, Joy comes from a big family, uh, six brothers, sisters, seven of them, an incredible family, the Underwoods. And uh, she got pregnant. Well, she was really afraid to tell Micah because for many people, this would be good news, great news, celebratory news. It was not going to be for Micah. Right. Micah is very self-aware and knew he wanted life to be about he and Joy, nobody else. Right. Wanted to travel, didn't want, didn't want to have to mess with a little, you know, blessing. And, uh, and she told him, and he was, he was furious. Mm-hmm. He, you know, you who dude me, I can't believe you did this. Like he wasn't a part of it, but yeah. Like he wasn't a part of it, but podcast. so she, so, so she was, and I still remember him looking at me and saying, I have my word for next year, dad. I said, okay, what is it? He said, the love of a father, because I don't have any. Mm-hmm. So not the love of God, but his love toward his unborn child. So. Again, in, in my journals, I pray every day. When I hit Micah, I would say, God, give Micah the love of a father. Give him the love of a father. And holy moly. Change. It's, it's a, it's, he is, as you know, he's an incredible dad. Awesome. Now he has two kids. Of course, Joy wants 23 more. Oh, Lord, give it to her. <laughs> Lord. Give, I, I, yeah. But but it but it's so transformative because we believe prayer works. If you pray, you pray because you believe God's going to do something. So 365 days, I prayed. That's right. The love of Father, but not only me, you and all the rest of the mm-hmm. family. And then we have a we have a Team Stevens text. Well, we all know each other's words, so we send scriptures, our podcast, our books that we think would help one of the individuals in our family toward a specific. Word. So I've watched, I have grown immensely, immensely, and I've watched all the people that I love, that I'm close with, do the same thing based on that word they have for the year. Yes, it's, and, and we're, I want to talk about something before this. Um, so, but I do want to say, I think a lot of people feel like their walk with God is a solo sport. Um, you know, you may, you may be in like at Faith Promise, we call it a group, uh, or a small group. What, you know, you may have something like that, but I feel like a word for the year is it is, it's so, it's a word for the year asking one question that you asked of God, what's, what would make the biggest impact in my life? And then again, you pair that with a growth plan. I usually build my growth plan off the word. The word is kind of the, the impetus there. But what, what I love is again, you give that word to people. And you ask them to pray again, like you said. Like I know my family's words, and in our context, and our and we and if, again, if you're listening to this, you want to be a leader, you you want to grow. I, I'm a big believer that if I ask you something about the people you say you are leading, I'm putting that in air quotes. If I ask you, hey, what's their word, or hey, what what what's their biggest struggle? If I ask you a couple intentional questions. And you can't respond. I, I and I'm I'm being so kind. I'm not being a jerk, but I'll tell you, you're not leading them. And so, on the on the a growing as a team, we'll talk about this more. But a word for the year is the door. It's the gateway to it. But also developing people uh, because they are they have sought after God. And admittedly, hey, this is what I think makes the biggest impact. But before we dive into that, 
we also pair, you've taught us to pair a verse with it. Correct. And so that, that book, that Bible can be big. It can be, it can be intimidating. What are some ways after somebody, cause people have written this down, cause that's, that's a game changer. God, what, what would make the biggest difference in my life? And Hey, I want to tell you, and please speak to this too. Um, you may not have a, a heavenly writing on the wall by and large, that's not going to happen. Correct. So th- those one or two words that come to mind, and then again, I, I usually, if I have two, I'll bring them to you. I'll bring them to people. But again, let, let, I'll digress. How do we find a, a verse to go with this? Well, uh, one of my, one of my f- uh, favorite tools is blueletterbible.com. Blue, blue it's a free app. And there's an app. That's, yeah. And you just go to the concordance and you type in the word. So like my wife, Michelle's word this year was, is fearless. Mm-hmm. So she would type in fearless or fear and review the verses until she found one. My word for this year is transformation. Your word is consecration. You know, Micah's word is in common. I've prayed those now for over 11 months, so I know everybody's word. Uh, but you may pick a word that's not biblical. Mm-hmm. Like Micah's word was uncommon. Well, uncommon is not a biblical word. So I would go uh, to Google and I would ask for synonyms. Of uncommon. Mm-hmm. And then I would look for a word uh, because I want some guidance from the scripture. So, what does that look like? Well, there are hundreds of verses on fear or fearless that Michelle could have picked. Right. There are lots of verses on your word that's your consecration. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, it's just, it, there's so many. But if you've, so go to synonyms or, or ask somebody if you're not a Bible scholar, a lot of people aren't. Uh, go ask somebody, hey, this is my word. How could I find that theme, mm. the, this meaning in the Bible? Like, uh, it was so funny. I have a group of men that I meet every Sunday morning early to pray with. And obviously, we're almost the end of the year. So the question, who has their word for the year? That's a common question right. to, around here. And and one of my incredible friends, he's my financial advisor, said his word was kindness. Mm-hmm. Well, the entire room broke out hilariously laughing, which I thought was a deeper cut than anything right. anybody could have actually <laughs> said to him. And 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 uh, so he could pick a lot of verses. He could pick Galatians five twenty two and twenty three, the fruit of the spirit. One of the mm-hmm. fruit is kindness. So he could pick that. And then and then what? Especially for you folks that are, you, you'll, you know, you, you take this stuff really seriously. And you may have this question. I may preempt you, Zach, but what does success look like? Mm-hmm. That's right. So if, like, I picked the word transformed. Early in the year, the Lord began to speak to me that, hey, if you don't change something, there won't be any transformation. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do everything like you've always done it, if you're not going to change your schedule, your regiment, your habits, if you're not going to do something, then don't ask for transformation. Right. So it's these these words for the year are, are going to require you to dig in. Maybe get a couple books. One mm-hmm. one year, my word was intercession, and I found every book written on intercession, and that's all I read all year. Right. Transformed my prayer life. But so it, when you pick a word and you find a verse, then the question would be, what would success look like? It would be easy for kindness. And my friend, that's easy. Uh, a little harder for your word for this year, consecration. Mm-hmm. So let me flip the script. If you say, hey, uh, Dad, I have really hit the word consecration. I've done it. 
what does that mean for you? And I, and I know you weren't prepared yeah. for that, but yeah. let me just go ahead and volley the ball back across the net. That's great. So what they're part of it, and I think this is a great thing to add, is some of the biggest learning from this hasn't just been from the verses that have that word in it, but it's been from some of the people who I looked at who cared about this. So um, there, there's been some revivalists in the past, and uh, I'm, I'm actually, it's not... I'm spacing on his name. Rachel took me to um, where we did the, I, I'm gonna, when I say the quote, you're going to remember who it is, but Rachel took me as a Christmas present to look at the, the First Great Awakening um, sites Jonathan up Edwards. north. It's not Edwards. It's the, it's the guy who said, I wonder um, what God could do with a man fully consecrated to him. D.L. Moody. D.L. Moody, that's right. And, uh, and so for me, what, what I've been doing is I, I'll write that question down and, and I'll ask, I'll ask, is there, is there fruit of a life fully consecrated? And so one of the things I want to do this year is it is share my faith. And what I realized is when I would start to share my faith and I would stop short, I wouldn't say something that would come to my mind. It would make me realize there's at least a piece of me that's consecrated oh, to that's... something else. And so that just that question from that quote of hey this this man and he he said I want to be that man and that's why I would pray I would just desperately pray I want to be that man I want to be that man I'd ask God what stops me from being that man and and then when you ask a question that's open ended like that and then you do like your Bible study or your time in prayer um, it gives God an actual open door to talk to you and so when I hit in Second Peter. And he talks about the lust, or the, the yeah, the the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And that's what it was. I realized when I would there was this, there was a block on witnessing, and there was a pride of life, a a part of me that was consecrated to how this person saw me, more than how than God being honored in what I was doing. And so that question is really geared success. And and, I, and you and I were just talking about a meeting I was in where I got I, I got too fired up. Uh, but part of what's pushing that for me is I I want I really want the the outflow the fruit of my life to be that of a life that's that's consecrated where there's just kind of there's there's just unbelievable things happening. So just that one word consecrate. It's affecting my meetings. It's affecting my conversation with the waiter. And so, but that, that's what success looks like for me this year. That is so good. Well, again, you're, you're, you are really young. You're too young to know all you know and do what you do. It's everybody that's around you. It's extraordinarily impressive. And one of the reasons, there are a lot of reasons why I believe that I could list many of them. But, but one of the reasons, again, goes back to another word that you had a few years ago about spirit-filled. Yeah, 17. Or, and the transformation, is as we operate for you every day over that word, that God would do that. I've, I've, I've rarely seen anybody grow like you grew that year. So uh, just, again, we're all learning. We're, we're, none of us have arrived. We're, we're all learners on this journey together, me, you, and everybody listening. So how did that word impact you? It uh, Oh my gosh. That's the story I was going to tell. That It was a game changer. But for me, and I think this is huge for words for the year and for growth plans, is you find people that are your word. And so um, I had some pretty embarrassing moments that year, and they happened really early. 
Um, I was a guy that we love, who's a great leader, uh, Robert Bruce. I was talking to him about my word, spirit led, and that's Holy Spirit led. And and uh, first, he asked a question. He said, "What gifts of the Holy Spirit do you want?" And uh, man, it, it bothered me. I don't. I didn't know. I didn't know. And I was like, "Oh my!" And it goes back to the success question. I didn't know. And then he said something else that really impacted me. And and I, I it was it was wild. And I'll tell you something else about it too. But um, he said what's the last thing the Holy Spirit told you to do that you didn't do? And why would you expect something else if you didn't say yes to that? And so I get it. sometimes it prompts me to pull over the side of the road when somebody's broke down. Sometimes it prompts me to talk, ask something super weird uh, to my waiter. I remember uh, one of the awesome staff members in here, um, I was talking with her husband one time, and I said something totally off the wall about uh, a family member to him that I didn't know. And I remember him following me out in the hallway and said, who's talking to you? Who told you that? And I was like, it was, in, it was that year. It was one of the things that God just said, hey, I, I've got you. If you, don't, if you don't have to know everything, if you, and so that, that, it, just, it just transformed me. Um, it, it transformed me, but also the literature. So I'm a reader. You guys are obviously learners because you're listening to this podcast. Um, so I read books. I read at least one book a month on it. And some were tiny, some were big, but that, like just the education of it, it was massive. It was massive. And so those, those were, were huge for me. That, that year, 2017, it, it, was, it was big. Um, and then so, something else I, I wanted to, to bring up, because actually, and I want to encourage you guys, if you, there's a, our pastor, our pastor's pastor is named Chris Hodges, and he actually dropped a podcast if it's not, I think it was December 7th or 6th. Um, it's called the Grow Leader Podcast. It's on depression. And it's, it, to, I, I can't, I, it's a game changer. But something he said that you're so good at, he said that um, the CDC says that 90% of our thoughts um, come from our internal dialogue, which is, I would say, by and large, for a lot of us, is pretty negative. Yes. And so, um, and, and this is something I think through homologia, which I'll, I'll have you talk about that just a little bit, but how, how can the word for the year, the proclamation, how could that rewire the, the, the neural pathways for some people? 90% of our thoughts. I mean, man, if, if, if that's failing, you can't, you can't win. No, and so no. how, how can this change your internal dialogue? Yeah, so good. Again, I, I, I hope you got I, – I, I really, truly believe you're sitting in your car at a desk or you're listening and, and you've teared up two or three times already. And you already know, this is for me. i got to do this. Okay. We're winding down the end of the year. we got three or four more weeks, and so just press in. You know, ask God, what could my word be? Ask people that love you, hey, what one thing, yeah. if I could change, could be the most impactful and, uh, you know, if you don't have by January 1, get it the next week. Again, this is not a legalistic Egyptian taskmaster. These are just ways. So one of the things that I, I put, I write a book every year, Zach and I have done some together, uh, that, that is I begin every day of the 31 days of January because it's a book written around the church theme. So this year it's been the favor of the Lord. Uh, but but I do a homologia, which is the Greek word for confession. Uh, we serve the high priest of our confession, which is Jesus. We actually years ago called Christians confessors, which was a negative. 
connotation, but that's because those that confess Jesus as Lord and believe in the heart that God raised from the dead will be saved. So there's a, a the words homologia. So the, the, the scripture says, speak to those things that are not as though they are. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the conviction of things unseen. So life and death is in the power of the tongue. So in my journal, which I, my mind races at 10,000 miles, so I write my prayers out. It's just something I do. You don't have to do that. But I do a homely gift, daily declaration. And, and sometimes my word's in it, sometimes it's not. It was this morning. Hey, it's going, this is going to be an incredible day. I'm going to walk under an open heaven. I'm going to experience God like never before. God is transforming me from what I used to be and am to what he's making me to be. Glory into glory, more into his likeness. I'm growing stronger, healthier, more anointed. I've got an incredible marriage. The future has never looked brighter. Today is going to be an incredible day. That's my confession, my homologia. And then my internal dialogue, which is so good. And Chris is, matter of fact, he wrote a whole book out of the cave mm-hmm. on depression that is incredible from the life of the prophet Elijah. But my, my, my internal dialogue, when things are negative, I just say they're going to be better. When people say it can't be done, I just say, well, actually, it can be done. And matter of fact, just hide and watch. You know, he that says it cannot be done needs to get out of the way. He that's doing it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's an incredible thing to put on your growth plan if you develop one. But you need to confess positive. Uh, you know, it's like people say, oh, well, I'm going to get the flu. I get it every year. Well, of course you do. You confessed it. You believed it. And I just say, I'm not getting the flu shot because I don't get the flu. And I haven't gotten the flu in over 30 years. I'm not going to get sick. Mm-hmm. I don't get sick. It's not, it's not the power of positive thinking. It's a faith in a God that's able. I believe for the best. And so I confess that. And it helps me with my internal dialogue being that of the scripture and positivity and faith. Right. Hey, I, this this will be the last thing, and if you made it this far, you're still here again. What um, endurance! That's exactly they right. they get I'm a they absolutely get a gold medal. You're killing it, but hey, I, I really feel prompted that there's some of you guys that think you're, there's parts of your life that just can't change, and I, I know there's some parts of my life that I feel that way. This is just how it is. I've tried. And it's just how it is. And can I just tell you that? That's just a lie that's right. from the enemy, especially when it comes to your walk with God. And so can I just encourage you, ask God that question. What in my life that if it changed, it would make the biggest impact? Write that word down and then share it with people who can really make a difference. And, can I, and again, this this is another podcast with another time. If you share it with people and they never ask you about it, you have the wrong friends. Um <laughs> You know, and so bold, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, but it's true. And so the people I know who love me, they know my word. And that somebody in in this office we're in has all the staff in this department's names over there and their words written down beside it. Oh, I didn't even see that. That did you just now notice that? I saw it when we started. It, it, I'm telling you, if you're wanting to do a, uh, what Pastor Ed Young calls a friend inventory, uh, throw your word out there and see who knows it in two weeks. Um, and I'm, I'm telling you, and you know what? Uh, husbands, I'm going to shoot you straight. If you don't know your wife's word, you're not praying over your wife, uh, man, I, I don't think you should expect much. from I, we, we lead, and so we, we love you. We believe in you, and, and we're, we're so passionate about this because we know there's a huge plan for you. So, again, word for the year, verse, growth plan, 
Uh, you are an overcomer. You are going to change the world around you. And so look at that lie in the eyes. Tell it that's what it is. Get some good friends and win the world. So we're grateful for you, Pastor. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, we'll, we'll keep on we'll keep on talking about this. Uh, but uh, we'll see you guys in January.